Hello, good morning, and welcome to the Daisy Take. I'm your host, Daisy Elizabeth, and I want to welcome you here. If you're new here, hi, and I hope that you hit that subscribe button or that little check mark and never miss an episode. And if you've been listening, thank you so much, and I appreciate you sticking with me. Information for today's podcast comes from donetwork.org, charlieproject.org, who's11.com, missingfandom.com. This episode contains subject matters that may be sensitive to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. A six-year-old boy went to play outside near Lark's Lane in eastern Kentucky, but never came home. That was in 1982. Can you imagine? Gosh. Today, that boy missing would be 42. I believe he would be 42. 36 years later, Kelly Holland Jr. is the only missing little boy in Kentucky according to NamUs, A normal kid doing average things, going outside to play, and then he goes missing without a trace. That to me is a little suspicious. (laughs) Kelly lived with his mother, Judy Moore, and her boyfriend at the time of his disappearance. His parents had divorced several years earlier and he had an older brother and sister who lived with his grandmother in Jackson, Kentucky. As Judy, she had difficulty taking care of them because she had epilepsy. And um, I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but it's very unforgiving to me. It's just, you know, my heart really goes out to her because that's a difficult disease to deal with. Kelly Holland went missing on 2-13-1982, and he went missing from Hinden, Kentucky. Male, his date of birth is 11-17-1975. Six years old. He was like four feet tall and 60 pounds. And he was wearing a blue and white shirt blue hooded windbreaker jacket with a zipper torn at the bottom, blue jeans and brown boots. He had medical conditions. He was born with a cleft palate and has a speech impediment as a result. And he cannot pronounce certain words clearly. His brown hair and blue eyes and has a surgical scar on the left side of his face between his nose and upper lip. His teeth would have had gaps between them. Okay, so uh, school was canceled that day due to heavy snow. He stayed at home with his mother, Judy Moore, in their residence in Pine Tree Hollow in Knox County. Kentucky. And that's approximately five miles outside of the town of Hindman. 
he went outside to play in the family front yard at around 11 a.m. Uh, she stated that he was not to leave the yard and she had last checked on him at approximately 4 p.m. So that was like six hours that he was like playing outside. That's kind of, you know, if you're watching a little child like that, you know, you have to make sure that you're checking on them all the time. You don't want them to run out of the yard. You don't want them to get hurt in the snow. It's going to be cold. I mean, it's, you have to keep an eye on them. So dinner was at six, but she was unable to locate Kelly at the time and had dinner without him. <laughs> okay. Um, she went to Kelly's friend's residence to pick him up, but they told him or they told her that he had not been there all day. That that's just so like, if you go to check on your child at four and they've been out since 11 in the morning, but you don't see them anywhere. Okay, two hours passed. He's still not in the house. And you just go ahead and dinner's ready at six. You go ahead and have dinner without him. I, I don't know what the thinking was of that time. But it just seems a little funny to me. Like, why would you have dinner without your child. Now his mom said she realized his son was missing. She went to her boyfriend's grandmother's home and asked to use the phone to call the police. Now she states that she wasn't permitted to call the police until midnight. Family members began searching the area at the time, but she says the police didn't search until I guess they didn't begin a search right away. So I guess investigators thought that maybe he had just run off perhaps to several abandoned mines in the area and had froze to death. Wow. I, I don't know if there was the Amber alerts at that time. And I don't know if you could call right away to get help for your child. Because nowadays, if a child goes missing, I mean, it's boom, just like that. But I don't know if they didn't have any of that. So there was a waiting period. So she was questioned. And, you know, his okay, first of all, his parents had been divorced several years before his disappearance. And he lived with his mother and her boyfriend in a rented house. And the older brother and sister were living with the grandmother in Jackson. Now she was questioned and maintained her innocence in her son's disappearance. Now, police dug under the concrete porch looking for his body, but they didn't find anything. Now, his mom believes that 
Kelly's father may have taken him or knew who had. Kelly's father is now deceased. His mother has not been ruled out as a suspect in her son's disappearance. What about the boyfriend? Was he ever questioned? I don't know. Was he ever ruled as a suspect? I don't know. Authorities believe someone local involved in Kelly's disappearance. Many of his neighbors in 1982 had criminal histories. So I guess, you know, there was criminal histories around the neighborhood. And there was no trace of Kelly after an exhaustive search and he was never seen again. That is what I'm talking about. How do you disappear off the face of the earth? Like, where do you go? How do you disappear? How could you be here one minute and then you're gone the next? And um, there's no sign, no trace, no nothing. So after an exhaustive search, he was never seen again. His case is now classified as a possible abduction. After his disappearance, there were tips that were placed him in Florida, possibly in the cities of Tampa or I cannot say this. Um, Thontosassa, T-H-O-N-O-T-O-S-A-S-S-A. I believe that's in Florida. And his case remains unsolved. I have so many questions on this open-ended case because she, and, and I want to thank my sister Jolie for, um, you know, sending me some information on this because I started reading it and I was like, how could you let your child out to play in the front yard at 11? You don't check on him till four. He's not out there. You make dinner. Dinner's at six. You have dinner without him. And then you go to report it to the police. You know, I don't know. There's a lot of things that I have a lot of questions. Um, I guess they're just um, going to be questions that are unanswered. If you have any information on this case, please call the Kentucky State Police at 606-435-6069. You know, I pray for the family. I pray for this little boy. You know, if you know where Kelly Holland is, do the right thing and say something. It's kind of like that old adage, say something, see something, say something. Like, if you know what happened, if you were around that area in 1982, that is a long time for a child to go missing and not even one piece of evidence was found. You know, it just blows my mind. I just don't know. I'm always going to have that question. When people go missing, where do they go? How do people just disappear just like that? Like there's no trace, no hair, no bone, no piece of clothing. 
they're just gone. And I talk about that a lot on Murdered and Missing Monday because I want to know where people go. It's just unbelievable to me. And it just breaks my heart because this is a child. And if he is still alive, he isn't a child anymore. But maybe he doesn't know. I want to thank you for joining me today on the Daisy Take. I hope that you have a wonderful weekend. Join me for Murdered and Missing Monday on Monday. Be kind to one another. Love you. Bye.